0: sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together. Hey guys, welcome to First in Maine. This is Debs, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren. We are so excited about today's episode. We sat down a few weeks ago and started a conversation about the Holy Spirit. We did our last episode talking about the personhood of the Holy Spirit. And in this episode, we're just going to jump into that conversation we recorded a few weeks ago when we started talking about how to hear The Voice of the Holy Spirit. Here we go. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, the Bible clearly indicates that we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit today. Right now. (laughs) Right now. Um, And this should actually be a normal experience for Christians. Romans 8.14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Well, you can't be led if you don't hear, right. right? John 10, 27, and this was Jesus speaking, but he said, you know, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. So he's not here anymore, but he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit and we can hear his voice. Galatians 5, 25 says, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of of our lives. Again, the only way to do that is by hearing His voice. Yes.
1: Okay, so I want to just take a minute here to help anyone that is wondering right now, how do I develop the ability to hear God's voice? Mm, Good question. I think that we need to begin with this, the desire to hear His voice. Yes. (laughs) The question is, as your desire grows to hear His voice, how do you recognize it? I mean, the Holy Spirit can speak to us in a lot of different ways. Very, very true.
0: He absolutely can. I think the most common way that He speaks to us is in what the Bible describes as that still small voice. Mm-hmm. You can read about that in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. But I found over the years that that still small voice is like a spontaneous flow of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And they drop in my heart and in my mind, and whenever it happens, I've noticed that there's just, there's like a sense of life whenever I hear them.
1: I love that you say that. Yeah,
0: there's an anointing, which I always say the anointing breaks the yoke, you know, so (laughs) there's like a, it's just like something, boom. And I would say that the thoughts, whenever they drop, aren't premeditated. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I'm sitting there asking, Holy Spirit, what do you want us to talk about on the podcast? Where do you want us to focus? And then, boom, my personhood. You know, there's just like, that's a break. Yeah. It's like a, there's an anointing there. You can you can sense it. I wasn't thinking that. I mean, it just drops, and it's just this beautiful, like there's just life on that, Yeah. right? So the one thing that I would say to us, though, is that, The more you do this, obviously, it comes with experience. It's just like any relationship. You build relationship with someone, and over time, you could hear you could be standing in a crowd and they speak, and like, oh, you know, you're you have so. I mean, for example, you, Lauren, you have such a distinct voice. Mm -hmm. You'll learn to hear his voice more and more with more experience.
1: Yeah, I really like that you said that.
0: And the thing is, what I definitely want to say is because his voice is, is thoughts kind of sounds like us oftentimes that we can easily overlook it. And because it is that still small voice, we can dismiss it. But I think you really made an, you know, the best point, it is having that desire. And when you have a desire, there's a hunger, which means you kind of are tuning in. Yeah. And the more you tune in, the more you become aware.
1: Yeah. I really, really like how you said that they come with a sense of life. Um, I think that it also brings like a sense of rightness. Mm. Like they may even seem too good for us. Mm -hmm. Like such a way that we cannot believe that we even thought this.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's good.
1: Um. Over time, you also begin to have this intangible sense that this is the Holy Spirit because the thoughts will often become wiser and they're more healing and they're more loving and they're just more motive oriented than your own thoughts. Yeah,
0: I remember Joyce Myers teaching on this a long time ago. Many of you have probably heard it about how she used to hate putting her grocery cart back and the Holy Spirit would like tell her, it back (laughs) go put your grocery cart you know that's what I'm saying yeah that's not your thought yeah you don't want to put your grocery cart you don't want to walk across the parking lot and put it back so when we when I think when you're saying too good to believe or just you're riding down the road and suddenly you get this idea that you should cook dinner for such and such Mm -hmm. or give away such and such those are those like good thoughts right drop in you and you're like oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) there's a rightness about that (laughs) that's the holy spirit all right um i would say too that listen for thoughts that are gentle but here here, here's the key persistent oh yeah because i said you know you can overlook them Mm -hmm. but that thought that just kind of it's real gentle but it just keeps coming back yeah keeps coming back keeps coming back um the Holy Spirit will help us with that. Yeah. So pay attention if you notice persistent thoughts. Mm-hmm. And what I would say to you with that is just as soon as you recognize it, acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this. I keep hearing this over and over. And I believe if you ask the Holy Spirit and you embrace whatever that is, a lot of times we resist it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're resisting whatever we, yeah. because it was go do this or yeah. give this. <laughs>
1: You know, and I'm glad that you said that too, because it kind of happened with this podcast. You had mentioned about doing a podcast like a year before we even like started planning the podcast. Mm. And within that year, we talked about it a couple of times, but it was really like, Towards the end of that year, that that Holy Spirit was just like, okay, podcast, podcast, yep. podcast, and then I started to get excited about a podcast, and we hadn't even really talked about like doing one uh-huh. completely yet. It was still just an idea, and so yeah, like that persistentness. Great, for sure.
0: great, great example. And here's the thing: is when you do embrace whatever that is, mm-hmm. what you're going to find is the strength, yeah, to do whatever that is. <laughs> yes.
1: And there is um a lot of uh, strength here in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: not only strength, but uh-huh. I think joy there's joy with listening oh, yes, and embracing and yielding to the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. you might not you're kind of think, ah uh, your flesh is like uh, yeah, but then when you do it you kind of like. Yeah. your shoulders kick back yeah. and you got to get a little prance in your in your step uh-huh. and you're like I, yeah I did yes. it wow
1: <laughs> and, Yeah, and when you and when you do something like that and you listen to what the holy spirit is, is saying to you you do like reap so many great benefits from it i mean in the last like 3 years the amount of um spiritual growth i have had just because we are really in the word we're really studying before we like Get on a podcast and talk about it. Right. That's huge. It is.
0: And that's one of the things I believe, because for me personally, I've had a heart to do podcasts and stuff like that. But I was also at a point where I was stepping away from ministry. I've been mm-hmm. on this three year sabbatical, and I believe in the wisdom of God mm-hmm. that this podcast became an anchor for me. Mm-hmm. It kept me when I could have easily strayed, drifted, if you will, living here on the lake. I always look at this, the little <laughs> um, floaty things that are out there that go under the docks. Yeah. A lot of times in the storms, they break loose and they end up drifting and all of that is very easy to do. I mean, several of you, you've been to the ocean, you get out there in the water and before long, you're like, <laughs> where's my hotel? <laughs> yeah. um, we can drift, mm-hmm. but, if we're not anchored to something. Yeah. And so b- doing this podcast has just been that anchor because we've had to go back. Mm-hmm. Even though those pr- their lifelong principles were passing along, you have to go back and get into the word and the bottom line is there's life in the word. Yes. It definitely. revives us, it nourishes us. Remember back at the beginning the Holy Spirit said be well watered, mm-hmm. be well fed. Yes. It's th- that comes through the word. So, anyway, could go on and on and on. I know. You know, the key, I think, here is just listen. If you want to hear His voice, then listen. But in order to listen, I think one of the essential things is to get still and get quiet enough Mm -hmm. to hear. Because remember, we said that still small voice. Oftentimes in the busyness of life... We're just going about our day, and you know the music's on, and we're listening. I mean, we're listening to worship music. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. But what about just silence? Yeah, sometimes, and just say speak. Yeah, and I think if we will make a priority to carve out some space, even go to a specific place, mm-hmm. nothing on, just quietness. Have the Word of God with you, and say, Holy Spirit speak. I believe He will. Even the, I I mean, I have to share this. Yeah. The other week, I was praying. I've like, I've got this prayer list now, right? I'm going through it. And so, get up, spending time with the Lord, making space, giving priority, and I'm just immediately starting. Starting to pray, starting to pray, starting to talk to Him, right? And I mean, it's forty-five minutes, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have not shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all can see, I know uh, how to talk, right? And then I get done. I'm like, "Amen." And it was just the sweetest mm-hmm. little thing. It was like, "Do you want to? <laughs> Do you want to know anything I I might have to say?" And the picture that I got in my head mm-hmm. is, "Have you ever?" been in a relationship with somebody and they're one of those people that if you call them mm-hmm. as soon as you say hello they're just like not once do they stop yeah and not what and then they're like oh it was so good talking to you click <laughs>
1: they're like i didn't talk and they're like
0: didn't <laughs> ask you one question <laughs> How are you? Any of that, and I think that a lot of times we do that with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, we think we're talking to Him,
1: but talking is a conversation, right? It's two way. You're you're so right. I mean, how often do we really carve out time and find a quiet place just to listen to Him? Imagine if we just started doing this every single day, and just like said something like you just said, Holy Spirit, please speak to me. You know, or um, I'm listening. Tell me, you know, tell me something today. Show me something today. Or sing. Like there are so many great worship songs about the Holy Spirit. Yes. One of my favorites is by Francesca Battistelli. Oh yeah. I just love saying her name too. Francesca mm-hmm. Battistelli.
0: Yeah, I, I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said it though. It sounded good.
1: Um, and the song that she sings is called Holy Spirit. And in the song, she prays, Holy Spirit, you are welcomed here. Come and fill the atmosphere with your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Mm. I would sing that right now, but mm. I don't want to break our equipment. <laughs> but that is song is so good. It says make a joyful noise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, could, I could probably make a joyful noise. <laughs> I, it would be joyful to me. I'm not sure how joyful that would be to you. Uh, but that's such a good song. It's a great song that just will tell you a lot about the Holy Spirit. It is. It definitely
0: creates an atmosphere. Yeah. And I would even add on to that, you know, a lot of us, we our home is a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It, it, it should be a sanctuary, let me say. And you may want to consider, let's say you're going off, going out, Full day out to work, all that kind of stuff. Just create a playlist yeah. that has these songs that really invite the presence of the Holy Spirit, and play them. Yes. You don't even have to be there. Pray, you know, because that goes into the atmosphere. And let me tell you, you'll find a difference. Oh yeah, in your home, absolutely. Aside from that, I think a couple things to consider is just start asking, you know, those questions. Just like you mentioned, Lauren, what's on your mind today? Yeah. What do you want to tell me today? Here's a good one. Who should I pray for today?
1: Oh, that is a good one.
0: You know, like I have my list. I'm Mm -hmm. just going in, you know, I got my list. Boom, 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 boom. But like who? The Holy Spirit the other day asked Him who I should pray for, and He just brought this person to mind. Yeah somebody that used to go to our church like years ago and I started praying for them and he ended up giving me a word for them. Oh wow. And so I reached out to them on Instagram and said, Hey, felt like the Holy Spirit put you on my heart today. Here's what he said. And they were just like undone. Yeah. They were like, you have no idea how on point and on time this is. You this has this has helped me so, so much. He wants to do those kind of things, and He wants to use us to do them. Anyway, you get the point. Yeah. So before we move on, I do want to point out that sometimes you won't hear anything. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people can get discouraged. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started this with the Holy Spirit, just wanting to hear Him, wanting to build my relationship with Him, and I was so cute. I would get on my bed and I would put my Bible in my lap and I would just lift up my hands and I was like, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want to hear your voice. Speak Mm -hmm. to me. What do you want to say to me today? And I'd sit there. (laughs) Silence. Yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. You know? And I was, you know, impatient. Mm.
1: We have all been there, Debs. Yep. <laughs>
0: and I'd sit there and wait there a little while and I'll be like, okay. You know, <laughs> I guess you don't want to say anything today. I mean, sometimes you're not gonna hear yeah. every, you know, something immediately. Yeah. I would say there's some scripture in the Bible about persistence, mm-hmm. hunger, mm-hmm. waiting. Mm-hmm. And just don't give up. Yeah. Just don't give up. I promise you. You stay consistent. You press in, Mm -hmm. and something's going to break. Yeah. And you're going to really be able to um, start hearing. And the other thing that I would say is one of the things that I learned is I would do that, right? Uh Oh, you know, not hear a thing. But then later that day, Mm -hmm. that spontaneous flow of thoughts would come. Yeah. And he, he, so he may not say something right in that moment, yeah. but then stay alert because just out of the blue, you may be driving down the road and like, boom. Yeah.
1: And that's, that is how he speaks to us. I mean, when you meditate on his word, um, you, and you keep that on the forefront of your mind Mm -hmm. throughout the day, he will speak to you, especially about whatever it is that you're praying about in that moment. Yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. Um, for me I'll be like preparing for like a pod- our podcast together or maybe I'm at the salon working on clients or I'm driving in the car um, and sometimes it is really silent and sometimes it's like in the middle of some of these things that mm-hmm. I'll like have a thought and sometimes I have to pull my phone out and put a quick note in my like notes section on my phone Absolutely. so that I don't forget what is just being told to me. Sometimes they're great ideas. Sometimes it's um, an idea for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I had a dream. Um, it was, oh man, this was, this was an amazing dream. Um, my friend Courtney, her dad was in this dream. My dad, who had passed away eight years ago, was also in this dream. Now, Courtney's dad um, was struggling from um, cancer. He had cancer in his back. (laughs) And so, in my dream, my dad and Courtney's dad, who used to be friends, were like hanging out together and they were laughing. And the joy that my dad had was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Like, it was almost to the point where I was like, Wow, you're so happy and he was just young and he just looked really healthy And in the dream my friend's dad turned around and I saw white arrows on his back They were like in the middle of the back and it looked like it was pointing towards his neck Now, I haven't talked to my friend in a few months, so I reached out to her to let her know about this odd dream that I had, thinking that maybe this arrow was pointing like something was happening with his neck, like it went from the back to his neck or something. What I didn't know was during that particular time, her family was going through a really hard time. They really felt like her dad was on the verge of passing away. They knew like his time was coming, but they felt like he was hanging on for them and they just weren't sure because he has bounced back so many times after being really bad. Mm -hmm. And so when I told her this dream, this dream was confirmation to them that those arrows were pointing to heaven Mm -hmm. and it let them like put their emotions aside and really help comfort him and let him know it was okay to move on. And when she told me that, I, I immediately started tearing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was amazing. He passed away four days later.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, that, that is how the Holy Spirit works. It is. Um, I just had a regular day that day. I went to bed and had this dream. And when I woke up, I knew it was significant. I Again, that morning, I sat there, and I pulled out every detail I could possibly imagine with that dream, wrote it down. It was early, so I didn't text her right away. I waited until later, Mm -hmm. and then I texted her all that. And um, I had no idea that that's what that dream meant.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's so good, and I think what you said is so on point in terms of you you know. Mm -hmm. It's like this is too... There's just that awareness. Yeah. It's hard to articulate it. Yeah. But as you explore this more and more, you're going to get that, that sense. And yeah. some of you out there listening, maybe you've had dreams like mm-hmm. that. You know exactly what Lauren's talking about. Yeah. So awesome.
1: Okay. Well, another really important thing we can do to develop our ability to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is to saturate ourselves in the written word. The more that we fill our hearts with the written word of God, the more it just opens up to that spontaneous word of God in our hearts. And I remember a time where I was really hurt by someone that I really cared about, and I felt like I was um, just really disappointed by this person. And at the time, I was reading Charles Stanley's messages. I don't know if his ministry still does this anymore or not, but I used to get these teachings from InTouch in the mail, Mm -hmm. and they were um, like three-hole-punched. Piece of paper basically um, that you could put in a binder and it would have like a message, his message on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was reading it one morning and I was led to the teaching about the armor of God. And then later that weekend at church, my pastor started preaching about the armor of God. And I was just like, wow, I just knew that the Holy Spirit was talking to me in that moment. And then another time um, when Paint and I first started dating, we served together in youth ministry, and on Wednesday nights, um, the youth pastor would preach. And for several weeks, it seemed like he always preached about the same type of things that Peyton and I talked about in that particular week, to the point where Peyton was like, Are you like talking to people about what we say? <laughs> it was just so evident that the Holy Spirit was working on us because. We were studying the Word. We were going to church on Wednesday nights. We were listening to what the pastor had to say. Then we would lead our Bible, our groups, um, youth groups on Sunday mornings and teach. And it was just that Holy Spirit was really working in our life.
0: Oh, absolutely! I love when that happens. The other week, when we did the message on the fear of the Lord, yeah went to church, Uh something similar. And I think I told you about going down and talking to Becca and her saying what she said. Like when you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, you'll see him speaking and confirming because he's communicating. He's trying to, like we said, he communicates in a variety of ways. He does it through his word. Then he confirms his word. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. So I would probably... If I were to think about this, I would probably say ninety percent of the way the Holy Spirit speaks to me is through the Word, and it's just it is absolutely life giving so when the Holy Spirit is speaking to me through the word that's that's I guess the sign, if you will, yeah, it gives life, yeah, like I said, there's life on it, yes, same thing here there are times when you can like read the word and like you've Like, feel condemnation or Mm. whatever. That is uh uh. Yeah. Just pay attention to that. When the Holy Spirit is speaking, not that He doesn't correct, He absolutely corrects, but it still brings life. Right. You know, I'm sure you guys understand what I'm talking about. But so much of the times when I am in prayer, listening for the Holy Spirit and asking Him to talk with me, Mm -hmm. I usually have my Bible in my hands and many many 90% of the time it is I'll hear a book of the bible mm-hmm. I'll hear a chapter and a verse mm-hmm. and I'll go flip to it like for example this morning yeah I heard Luke 11 oh wow I went to Luke 11 I had been praying about some yeah. things and there was my answer
1: yeah there's just so many stories I think we can talk about. There's so many, and it's exciting to share them. Like I, I wanted to sit here and stay here and talk about all the times that the Holy Spirit has worked on us and worked with us. It's just, it's so beautiful. And if there's anything that you can get out of this episode, you know, I just hope that you just walk away from this. You open up your Bible and you ask for these same, same, same things.
0: Absolutely the um i think one other thing that we probably should say mm-hmm. in terms of just practical application yeah. is as you are doing this just be careful to obey the promptings that he gives you yeah now again this is a relationship and one of the things that you're going to learn about the holy spirit is that he guides us he doesn't override us mm-hmm. He's going to prompt you, but he's not going to push you. Mm. All right. So the reality is that this is that this one right here, obeying those promptings is learned mm-hmm. by experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to tell you by trial and error. <laughs> yeah. There are going to be times that you obey a prompting mm-hmm. and you, you are trying to learn mm-hmm. and it. It may be more you than it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. So the way that I work this out is just like I would rather fail trying, (laughs) right? Than fail disobeying, right? Yeah. Um, And anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm getting a picture of when the Holy Spirit had me run around in church. (laughs)
1: Uh, was that a um, a failing? <laughs>
0: oh no, it was oh. victory. It was oh, victory. Okay. <laughs> but I went to an all African American church. Okay, a very large mega church here <laughs> in Atlanta. Okay, and I was literally probably only one of three Caucasian people there. Uh-huh. And word was incredible. God yeah. was doing an incredible work in my life, helping me get over like what people thought of me, uh-huh. and. I am sitting there in the middle of the worship service. Uh-huh. And remember I said hearing the Holy Spirit definitely doesn't come from you is spontaneous thought.
1: Yeah.
0: And you have that sense, like you know it's him, especially yeah. when your heart starts pounding. Yeah. That's a that's a good key. You hear something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh uh-uh, oh <laughs> And then your heart is like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's that more than likely that's the Holy Spirit. So I'm sitting there in worship and I just as clear as anything, mm-hmm. I hear. I want you to run around the church. Oh my goodness. And I was like, I mean, literally, <laughs> I thought my heart was going to stop. Mm-hmm. And I heard it again. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was at that place of mm-hmm. just saying, I'm going to obey you. When you yeah. prompt me, I'm going to obey you. And I had made that commitment. And it, I wish somebody could have got a video recording of it <laughs> because. It was literally like, excuse me, trying to get out the aisle. Yeah, like excuse me, and it felt like a hundred pounds was on each leg. Oh my <laughs> Just trying gosh. to like get out the. <laughs> yeah. you know. But I do, and as soon as like I got to the edge of the aisle, mm-hmm. I was like, "Here we go! Right, <laughs> start running." <laughs> And I was just like, you know, just I wish I wish you guys could see me, but it was not like a sprint. It was like, oh my gosh,
1: (laughs) one leg at a time.
0: And I picked up and I did. I went all the way around the um, perimeter of the inside of the sanctuary. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: And got back to my. But with every step that I took, yeah that fear just started breaking off of yeah. me to the point that by the time I got to the end, yeah. I was just like running <laughs> and I was sweating. <laughs> sweating. Y'all know I'm a sweater. <sighs> but I got to the end and I got out of the chair. And, and here's the funny thing. You want nobody paying attention to me. <laughs> right. They did it. This was a church where right. like people didn't care. right? God took me to a place where he yeah. knew they were not going to care if right. I did that. Right, right. And God broke something off of my life that day. Wow. It was quite powerful. Yes. So anyway, my point Mm -hmm. being, there's going to be inner promptings. Mm -hmm. Some of them may be uncomfortable. Yeah. But hey, fail trying. Yeah. Then fail by just saying, "Mm, nope. Yeah. Not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah. And I do, I would give you this one word of caution. Mm-hmm. He is not going to tell you to do anything risky. Yeah. He is not going to tell you to do something outrageous. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you hear something super risky, outrageous, that's the moment that you go back. Right. <laughs> and you get confirmation. You sit with that a little bit. You're not going to fail yeah. by doing that. Yeah. That's just not the way that it works.
1: Yeah. He's going to give you life. Well, as we wrap up today, Debs, are there any safeguards to use when we're learning to discern the Holy Spirit's voice?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a a great question. And I'll just, I'll move through them pretty quickly. Because like I said, Mm -hmm. as you're learning this, you can confuse your thoughts with His. So I kind of knew you would probably asked that question today. So I did pull some of my notes from a class that I took at Influencers because they summarized this really, really good. The first one is the Word of God, the Bible. The Holy Spirit is never going to say anything to you that's going to contradict what He's already said in the Word of God. So if it's not um, something... uh, He's not going to contradict... Let me just start that part over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the first one is the Word of God. You need to know the Holy Spirit will never contradict His written word. He's never going to tell you to do something that violates um, His will that's already been revealed in the Bible. So back to what we talked about earlier. This is why developing uh, your um, uh, developing yourself in the knowledge of the Word. Of God is so essential. Remember when Satan came and tempted Jesus? How did he overcome? He recognized that voice. That mm-hmm. no, the Word of God says, yeah. "Blah blah 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 blah." Um, the second thing is the character of God. The Holy Spirit's voice is always going to be in line with God's character. He may speak to us to convict of sin, but he's never going to condemn us. So if you're hearing that um, voice of condemnation, that is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. I would say, in general, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he's going to, that voice is going to bring you peace rather than just agitation. Mm -hmm. It's going to be gentle. You're going to feel the counsel that he brings um, comes with humility, not pride. And I would say that his voice is um, loving, not spooky.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Definitely not spooky. Yeah.
0: He doesn't belittle or malign. He draws us. Again, Satan drives us. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is when you are developing your ability to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, Make sure that you stay humble. Humility is one of the greatest virtues. Pride, what does the Bible say, comes before a fall. And anytime that we get prideful, Mm -hmm. anytime we think, you know, we're superior and all that, we're setting ourselves up. So one of the best things that you can do, even with hearing and thinking that you've heard, is just stay in that humble posture. And again, ask yourself, does this... What I'm hearing make me more like Christ?
1: Mm,
0: that's a good question. It's a great question. Yeah. Um, the last one is keep a humble attitude toward others. The Holy Spirit's not going to speak something to you and it fill you with like haughtiness toward somebody else. Mm. You know, many times I think we're tempted to ignore the advice or even the counsel of others because we believe we've heard from the Lord. That's another side of the coin. Yeah. Right? Um just like you said submitting to authority, our husbands, mm-hmm. our parents. Yeah. You know, these are people uh, leaders. Sometimes we think we know better. All mm-hmm. right. So, if we'll keep a humble attitude toward others, it will allow us to hear the Holy Spirit better. That doesn't mean that everything that they say is absolute but if we stay in humility mm-hmm. then even if they speak something we're coming back to the holy spirit we're not putting ourselves in that position of pride mm-hmm. and we can consult the holy spirit in those moments and he's going to be more willing to speak to us mm-hmm. than if we're sitting over there in like this haughty attitude does right. that
1: make sense yeah it does
0: okay so anyway i just would encourage all of us to Just walk carefully, and if you have a question that comes up, just seek further um, confirmation.
1: Yeah, that's really good advice, Debs. Um, Well, guys... That is a wrap for today. I know that we, um, we, we said a lot. We, we talked <laughs> about a lot. Um, and hopefully we gave you enough to like go somewhere into the Bible today and just start picking um, through and learning even more about the Holy Spirit, because there's still so much that we did not say yeah. about the Holy Spirit. I just want to leave you guys with this. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Look, guys, if we make room for the Holy Spirit, He will draw near to us. We really hope that you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, and He can get you on the right path, and He will give you the discernment that will help you distinguish between the right and what is wrong. That is how we stay on track. As always, thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to meet you here again at First and your avenue to living well.